Welcome back to Not Sure This Matters with Matt Nolan and my hostess with the mostess, Miranda Mast. Hi, Matt. How you doing? Well, thank you. How are you? Good. I saw on your Instagram that you went on a little, uh, little vacay, a little three day with the lady friends. What, what was that? Little mom, moms go wild. What is what? What is that? <laughs> they just when moms leave their children and go do like things that don't include children. Mom things or lady things? Uh, lady things. We just we. So they live in South Jersey, kind of near Philly, and I live in Connecticut. And so we try to find like in between spots. So was this a planned trip? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, I was saying Mallory had like texted a couple weeks ago and was like, I hate my family. We need to plan a trip. She, Matt, her family might hear this podcast. I mean, it was, she was like being funny. Okay. But I. <laughs> edit? I shouldn't have said it. Yeah, edit. Um, she's like a beautiful family. She's okay, three little okay. boys. So you went on a girl's trip? Yeah. It How just, was it? Just for an overnight. It was really nice. We stayed at this like hotel right on the beach in north jersey great time of year for the beach i know i mean to be fair it, it was like a weird snowstorm yeah oh it, it snowed in new jersey as well i mean we were right on the coast so it was kind of like just cold rain that's how it was when we were moving furniture Ugh. yeah I feel like snow would have been better snow would have been better none of it was good but yeah we got through it did you have a good time it was nice we went to the spa and then we had dinner and that was it so your friend wanted to get away from her everyday life calls her girlfriend and says let's go on a trip everyone says great do you when you want to do stuff like this do you ask permission from your husband and you're like hey nathaniel i'm going away for a couple of days no it's i yeah yes i ask permission i like say like i was hoping to do this with the girls does do those dates work for you do you think you're able to be with elliot that whole time yeah is does it make you sad like <laughs> To miss you, you mean? Well, no, Nathaniel just has like FOMO. Like, he wants to always be doing the things. Like, his first reaction is, like, Are you sure it's just the girls? Like, don't their husbands and kids want to come? We should all do it. You're really ratting out your friends and your husband. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is FOMO? Yeah, like fear of missing out. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Like a text thing? There's a lot of text abbreviations that I don't understand. It's just like the term. I like... had to look up SMH like at least five times. Which one's that? Shaking my head. Oh. oh, you didn't even know that. No. You're welcome. Um, Nathaniel is, likes to do like social activities. So So when you guys were going away. Right. He, he is was just, like, oh, well, I can come too and we'll make it a thing. Totally. Got it. Um, so it was. Well, was so it well? Yeah, I do have. So when I'm like planning a trip like that, yeah, I have like a conversation with my husband about it and vice versa. He does the same if he's going to go do something without me. My house, it's like, hey, I'm going to go play golf for a couple of days. And thank you. Because there's, no there's no point in talking about it. Huh. So the answer is always no. So what's it's like, it's almost rhetorical. <laughs> and I haven't played golf on a trip in a long time. It's, Any, it's working really well for you. Anyway, let's, <laughs> let's jump into the brass tacks. How do we do with the fact checks? Good. So, all right. Um, we were referencing a lot of 2002 last time we were together. So I wonder the response to that segment. I kind of liked it just for the nostalgia of it, but I don't know if it's actually entertaining. Right. It was just like you telling me about songs, and I would say, yeah, like, but, that was a good one. Yeah, or like, but, but not some a good were one. really good. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, funny. Um, I didn't do it again for this one. All right. So you were asking about Die Another Day, and I said, oh, the James Bond movie. And you said, oh, I thought it was Die Hard. Right. It's James Bond. Nice. Good call, Miranda. Okay. And, uh, and then you were asking about the Lord of the Rings novels, or you weren't asking. I think it came up. Well, no, I was movies. trying to figure out because you you were like, oh, because it takes place a long time ago, and well, it actually never took place. But <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of the era in which the books were written. Now, and and I I said seventies, 
But it might be as early as like the 50s. I looked it up. So it's 1955. Yeah. Okay. And then you were saying that it's an allegory. I was having trouble. I, wonder, I don't know if you fact checked this, but allegory versus illusion. Did you have to capture that differentiation? Sorry. Next next one. Okay. Fact check. Um, so the author, J.R. Tolkien, was a devout Roman Catholic from boyhood, and he describes Lord of the Rings as fundamentally religious and a Catholic work. However, he insists that it's not an allegory, but it does contain numerous themes of Christian theology. Interesting. So he's like really uncomfortable with people saying it's an, a- an allegory. I guess if you're that devout, you wouldn't want to be represented mm. as trying to reinvent or reincarnate the story differently. Like somehow it's like sacrilegious. Yeah, mm. I think they're probably fundamental in its purpose. Okay. That's a great fun fact. Is Great it? fact check. Yeah, is it, it is. It's for me. For somebody like me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then um, a little while back, you were we, we were discussing the history of podcast. You were saying like, well, you know, what what were the popular ones? How did it get started? You know. Yeah, and I guess that the, the the first big one or one of the first ones would have been This American Life. So it it, it gained... I think it used to be a radio show, mm. This American Life. So it probably had a head start, but nevertheless. So it gained popularity in like two thousand four, two thousand. 2005 and um like the first one that won like a people's choice award so it was like popular enough to like win an award it was, was it its own award was it a podcast award or was it like a, a media publication award it was like the first time they started giving awards for podcasts in 2005 so 2005 there's best actor best song and best podcast right got it okay and it was called this week in tech and it was by Leo Laparde. Yeah, a, a, a who's who in the tech world. Okay, so that was 2005. I have no idea who that is. And then in 2006, the like the winner of that year for like People's Choice yeah. Best Podcast was MuggleCast, which is a Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yeah. yeah. I actually tried to listen to that. Huh. Couldn't get into it. Okay. I don't know if I was, my fandom wasn't strong enough or it just wasn't good. And then in 2007, Ricky Gervais, which was called like the Ricky Gervais show. He's like a British comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Original Office. Right, right. Yeah. He had the Guinness World Record for most downloaded podcast. Great intel. I wasn't sure if you were, because you got to 2007. And I was going to have to cut it off <laughs> after like, a couple more. heard yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Right. Really good. Well done. Thanks, Matt. So I stole that. We stole that from another podcast that I listened to. And I wanted to steal another element from another podcast that I listened to because I also think it's good. And it's called Mea Culpa. So The Trap Draw, which is a golf subsidiary podcast of No Laying Up, which is like how I got into podcasts. These two guys that are on the main podcast, No Laying Up, which talks about golf, Mm -hmm. started like another podcast called The Trap Draw. But it's they they don't really talk about golf. They like weave golf in, in and out of their topics, whatever they're talking about for that episode. What's a trap draw? So a trap draw is the way to hit a golf ball. You can hit a trap draw if you hood the fl- face of your club. Are you in the sand? No, that would be a tough shot. It'd be hard to hook out of the trap. I mean, really good players can do it. But a trap draw is like when you – it doesn't matter. I'm not sure this matters. But <laughs> it's where you hood the face of the club, and it goes from right to left. It's your right-handed hitter. Okay. So a hook or a draw is right to left. It's your right-handed. And a slice or a cut is left to right. Okay. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> Everybody is really excited. To have I would ask you later. Heard that. Okay. Fact check. Um, but they do a mea culpa. So instead of doing like a fact check, they check themselves. So they'll have the podcast and obviously they go back to them and listen to it and they'll edit. And they'll say like, oh, I said 
you know, New Jersey has the best tuna fish this side of the Mississippi. And he'd say, oh, a couple mea culpas. It was actually Philadelphia mm. that has the best tuna. Okay, so it's like a fact check, but it's a little different. You're, you had to hold yourself accountable. Yeah, So, and I want to do that for me. So I had a couple mea culpas that I wanted to bring up, okay? Great. One of them is in the episode where you asked me what my favorite rock band was. Yeah. Or no, what? Who is? It wasn't even who. What's who's your favorite? Right, I got what's to ask the greatest? You a couple questions. Very definitive. Uh-huh. And the answer is Queen. I stand by that. I felt really guilty because I am a diehard Billy Joel fan. Mm. But I'm not sure you can classify Billy Joel as a rock band. Rock star, absolutely. Heartthrob, definitely. <laughs> but rock band, I don't know. But I needed. I needed to put that out there. Okay. Um, and I had another one that I can't get it to print, so moving on. I don't know where it went. Okay. It's just, you're embarrassing me now. <laughs> we, we had a lot of um, printer Printers problems. Holy before banana we, pants. I didn't yeah. think we were going to get into this. Whew. Okay. This weekend, I'm at the grocery store. Buying stuff for your new, your new temporary living space. Correct. And I'm pulling in. There's not a lot of parking spots. It was like Sunday, 3 o'clock, and must be a popular time to shop. Whatever. I find a space and I'm walking up and I there's two cars parked in the fire lane. Somebody in the driver's seat. Nobody else in the car. You're at Hamden Stop and Shop? I'm at Stop and Shop in Hamden. Okay. I don't know this to be true. But I'm going to assume, and I've seen it before. So let's say that past performance does in fact prove future results. Okay. Those people did not want to find a parking space. So they had somebody go with them. And that person is inside shopping, and they're going to come out and just get into their car or their friend's car or their husband's car that's now parked in the fire lane. Are you following me? Yeah. So you think they're just getting, like, one thing? No, I don't. Weird. I, I think they don't want to park. So they're just like, I'll just park here and listen to the, the, ma- the Not podcast. Sure This Matters podcast while my significant whoever shops, and then I don't have to worry about parking. Wow. I do think that. Then, that night, I go to get pizza. Same thing. A lot of cars in the parking lot. I walk up to walk into the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Car parked out front. Nobody in the driver's seat. This cat is inside getting his takeout. Yeah. But was too good to park his car like the rest of us and walk inside and come back out. Have you never gone through this? Okay. So I think that I think that putting your flashers on while running in for takeout is like more acceptable absolutely than not the, than the stop and shop like full-on grocery shopping with a human in your car you're saying it is okay for somebody to go pick up a pizza or sushi or whatever flavor of the day yeah parking lot plenty of parking other people also going to get takeout the line that's inside assumedly if there's no other cars parked in the fire lane with their hazards on but there is people inside doing takeout let's assume that this restaurant does more than one takeout in an evening mm-hmm. But you are so special that you don't need to park. Nobody else is doing this. Okay, so I misunderstood that there were empty spots. It's not like a full parking lot. Let's say it's full. Yeah, so that's what I was saying. So if it's full, okay, Uh you are entitled to now park out in front of the restaurant with your hazards on and go and get your takeout. I think it's, I mean, I think if there's any empty spots in the parking lot that you're not entitled to that at all. Fine. Let's, we agree on that. Okay. Now the parking lot is full. Yeah. But the other, everything else is true. Everyone else who's in the restaurant is still doing takeout. You're still doing takeout. So you think you should wait patiently for someone to pull out? Yeah. 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 Same thing if the parking lot is full of Starbucks. 
Yeah. What do you do? You just find. You, do you create your own parking space? Do yeah. you park out front and put your put your hazards on? So I, How I dare don't. You, I don't. I don't. How dare you? I'm in no way an illegal parker. I'm we like are a rule in, follower. I'm like scared. I'm gonna get like a ticket. Like I, I would. I, I'm scared to leave my kid in the car. Like that kind of stuff. So I personally. Yeah, I'm not don't suggesting. Do no, there are no kids in the car. <laughs> You're now taking it to the extreme. I just. Um, I think that some people think that because their run-in is going to be so quick, it'll just no one will even know. We are officially in a full-blown reevaluation period. Yeah, you're yeah. like disappointed that I'm not angry. I don't want to say disappointed. You like want me to be? You want me to hate these people? Hate seems strong, <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Because I was fired up. So I mean, clearly go, that you happened have, on Saturday. You're looking for him. You're like, yeah. whose Toyota Camry is that? No, but I will walk around the car slowly, poke <laughs> my head in. Throw my hands up in like a suggestion. <laughs> Who does this guy think he is, right? In hopes that they'll look out the window and see me so we can engage in some sort of conversation mm -hmm. about why they're acting like a complete asshole yeah. when they don't need to and why they think they're more important than the rest of uh -huh. us. Yeah, I do want to have that conversation. And yeah, you do. I mean, I. It's going to be awkward if it's you inside getting your sushi. <laughs> no, I've like. Uh... Yeah, I've, dr I've driven with you many times, Matt, and you kind of get road rage. So I feel like this is like sane. But I drive. I drive efficiently. I don't drive erratically or too quickly or cut people off. No, no, I no, no, no. I don't think – I'm not saying you're driving. I'm just saying when other people are driving that you think is, like, wrong. Moronic drivers drive me crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You get upset. And, and inconsiderate. Sure, right. Like a mer like a bad merger. Yeah, oh, my God. Or, like, that left at Home Depot. Just because you're pulling on the yeah. highway does not mean you are entitled to the lane closest to you. It's right. not how it works. I know. It's unbelievable. I, I, I'm still surprised. I'm taking it back, and I'm going to let it go because we're going to end up talking about this for a while. Mm -hmm. But you're one of those people, and I'm just shocked. While at the grocery store, Miranda, I had a question, almost like a etiquette, ethical quandary. Okay. Okay. Riddle me this. Two things. This is a two. Let's make this a two-parter. Okay. Let's start inside the grocery store. You filled up your shopping cart. You wanted to get. I don't know, a bag of Cape Cod potato chips, uh -huh. mesquite BBQ. That's what Elliot likes. <laughs> Terrific. Yeah. So this is apropos. So you're noodling down the aisle. You're on your way to checkout. But oh no, look, there's another bag of Cape Cod mesquite barbecue potato chips. It's a size bigger, Uh huh. but it's the same price as the one you have in your cart. You're like, I'd prefer those. You are now almost at the self-checkout. The potato chip aisle is on the opposite side of the store. You want now the bigger size. You no longer want the bag that's in your cart. What happens next? So if I do like a swap out right now, yeah. I'm putting I, I'm putting the smaller bag with the like display of big bag. Oh, I'm no, I'm asking you. Yeah, I'm, yeah, asking, I'm asking you. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to find out. Okay. So that... Do this honestly. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be fact check. Okay, so the swap out... Thing that you're saying seems like no big deal to me okay so it's no big deal to now take out your small bag of potato chips peel off your big bag throw it in the cart and leave your tiny sad little bag with the rest of them but i'm not like a person who i'm just saying answer that question yes or no yeah all right so that's what you're doing yeah okay but i wouldn't just like leave my chips like in in like you're a, not gonna put them in the milk yeah if i was like actually i shouldn't buy these and i wouldn't just like leave them in like a, a totally random spot okay so so if i if, the, if it were Asked differently. You're now going to the self-checkout. You got the mesquite BBQ that mm -hmm. your son loves so much. But then you're getting up to the self-checkout and you say, oh, 
I already have these at home. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing with the bag? Okay. So you're so not going to buy them now. Right. So if I'm in self-checkout, if I'm standing You're there, almost at self-checkout. I'm almost at self-checkout. I don't know, Matt. You're asking if I would schlep on back to the spot I grabbed them in the store and return them? I am asking, but I can tell you by your in-response response I, that you are absolutely putting them with the K-cups of Starbucks hazelnut. Yeah, or in, the aisle. or in self-checkout, there's always, like, that human there who, like, helps if your light's flashing. I think yeah. I could say to them, like, hey, I changed my mind. On, I don't want these. Because that person has, like, that pile of weird stuff sure. that they have to, like, return. So I would do that. So your problem becomes their problem. Yeah. Well, okay. not their problem, their job. Okay, it's their job to correct your mistake. Well, to, like, have at that, like, yeah, that collection of, like, random items that need to be, like, returned to shelves. Okay, so, so far, so we're on the same page. You're a fire lane hazard parker with <laughs> a barbecue chip thrower outer. Put it on somebody else. So you would walk this isn't them about back. Me. This I, isn't about I just want to know. Would you? I just. It's like a time thing for me. Like I have like such Your a time self, is very important. Such a self sense of urgency in the grocery store. Yeah. Like I just need to get self out. Of there. Self imposed. Or does people? Is there somebody outside with their hazards on waiting for you to get no, out? No, I think I. I don't know. I just. I'm either like trying to squeeze it in before I have to do something, or I have to get back to my home. I don't know why I always feel like I'm in a rush at the grocery store. It's called justification. Rationalization. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So now you're outside. Okay, you've shopped successfully. You've yeah. taken all the items you don't want, given them to the poor woman at the self-checkout. <laughs> right. It's got to work overtime just to put your shit away. <laughs> and now you're outside, okay? Yeah. You've put everything into the back of your car. You have your shopping cart. The shopping cart collection guardrail system, whatever you're going to call that, yard, barn. Yeah, right. Barn? Uh, corral. Stable? Corral. corral is good, or stable. Fact check. <laughs> is let's say it's corral. let's say it's like 20 spaces away uh -huh. so it's like con, you know considering a parking lot it's pretty it's like kind of far away uh -huh. all right but you you have every intention of bringing your cart back nonetheless can i at least assume miranda mm -hmm. that you are the type of person that brings their cart back to the stable i'm a hundred percent like cart corral or returner okay because based on what we've learned I, so I, far I a lot of people doubts, angela's yeah. not believing your story right now but I, I, I'm 100%. Always do it. We're going to give you the benefit of the doubt on this Okay. One. Okay. So now, you've emptied it out. Your card is now empty. You need to return it to the said stable 20 spaces away for intents and purposes. It's on the opposite side yeah, of the parking lot. Yeah, because that was your parking spot. Below. Got it. Cart collection gentleman. Yeah. Whose job it is to collect the carts. Mm -hmm. Is walking from the store in the general direction of the stable. The cart corral. Yeah. Okay, but he's got no carts at this point. Right. But you assume it's him because he's got the reflector vest on yeah. and his hood on. I know who he is. You yeah. You I just well, him. you don't know. You you assume under good under good pretense yeah. that this this guy's out here to collect the carts. I, I guess I was just saying like you know at stop and shop we know who our guy like but go ahead. Okay. Do you give him your cart? So I I would not initiate a conversation with him and say Ugh. could you take that. Okay. Oh, not because you think he's bored. No, of course okay. not. <laughs> but I, but I, 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 that person has said to me before, like, I'll take that man. Understood. Yeah, and I'll say thanks so much. But I would never like ask them to take it for me. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't just say like, "Hey, buddy, since you're on your way, can you take my cart for me?" No, I wouldn't. Okay. One out of three. That's thirty-three percent of what makes. I mean, <laughs> of being a good, good human. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty good, probably, if you rate the general public. All right, I'll think about it tonight. Maybe I'll change my ways. Yeah. The hazard thing's really, it's going to be a problem. It's like a work problem.
It's bigger than what you think. Anyway, moving on. Uh, not sure this matters. A couple more things, and I'll let you go. Pro tip. I don't want to answer anything. <laughs> is, there, is there any questions? <laughs> this is our pro tip segment. Okay, great. Right. This is a pro tip for the day. Not all flips are created equal. House flips. House flips. Okay. So Mike and I flip houses. Mm-hmm. Mike and I are both builders. We don't cheap out on building our houses. Now, do we try to do it economically? Of course. But... We don't sacrifice safety or quality Yeah. based on the dollar. We might not spend the most amount of money to get the highest grade material, right? So where we can put quartz, we're not going to put quartzite, right? So something we can get for $40 a square foot, which is good, doesn't mean we're not, we're not going to buy quartzite just because it's the best in the business. Right? Sure. Okay. But that counter is still like working wonderfully. Well, correct. Yeah. We're still going to get something good. Yeah, we're going to we're going to follow yeah. our protocol from how we want to flip a house. But we will not if there's like knob and tube, which is like an old way of wiring houses. If there's something there, we're not going to like cover it with drywall yeah. and let it be the next person's problem. Right. That is not always true. So I think it's important for buyer so it's okay i think there's a stigma related to oh you bought a flip like it's a bad thing Mm -hmm. it could be a really good thing if if somebody buys one of our flips it's a good buy we build them right we check them right we permit them correctly we do it the right way you're like experienced you've done it like many times so you you know how to do it right and there's correct yeah we do and Mm -hmm. and we don't we don't want the liability or, or I want to put my head on the pillow at night and not worry that somebody's going to fall down the stairs or the light switch doesn't work or the countertop's going to collapse. Sure. I don't want any of that and neither does Mike. So that's why we like working together and that's why our products are good. That's why they sell quickly. Not all flips are, flips are created equal. I've been in other flips with clients as the realtor now, not as the builder or the seller, uh-huh. but as the realtor representing the buyer looking at flips. I am more than happy to show somebody else's flip product because some are better than others. But one needs to be mindful when you're shopping for a flip. If you see a problem, if you with your eyes, obviously that's redundant, if you with your nose can see, if you see a problem, the floors are on level, the countertop is not connected. It looks like there had been a leak in the ceiling. Whatever, whatever, something that's like really obvious that a non-contractor realtor can notice. Mm Gosh only knows what's behind the wall. Mm. If you can see a problem, imagine what you can't see. That's my pro tip for the day. I like it. Yeah. Last question to let you go. Okay. Okay. How do how do boys get good at dancing? Oh. This is a good question. I know. It's not what you expected, is it? No. Um, so at my house with like me and my husband and Elliot, we listen to like a ton of music and we like dance. Okay. Like Elliot like dances at our house. Sure. And he's five. He's he's five. I'm thinking about like the dude that's at the bar mitzvah and he's just caught in a rug. Right. But he didn't. So so I was thinking about, so I'm trying to, I'm like editing, listening to some of our past podcasts, trying to figure out what's good, what's working, what's not working. Like Uh this whole thing might have to be chopped, but. That being said, and I was listening. I was like, "You're like, oh, it's one of our speed questions. Do you go dance?" You're like, "Yeah, I grew up doing modern ballet, whatever you said." Yeah, like often, like little girls will do like well, jazz do, tap ballet. Right, like, so you can little, see like, the progression. Like, okay, like by the time they're ten, they kind of know what they're doing. And then they're twelve. They went they, to a class for it. Sure. Yeah. But I, let's say that 
let's talk about our generation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when we went to a bar mitzvah, what are you, thir- 13, right? 13. Correct. There was like a few kids that like yeah. really knew how to dance. How did they learn how to do that? Right. Like Assuming that they did not go to dance class. I mean, maybe they had like a sibling. Yeah. Or a parent. Yeah. That they, I feel like a parent, maybe they had like a sibling, like a big sister or something, who was like dancing a lot and they were just like watching. And just, just figuring it out? And I think I think some people like are like naturally have like better rhythm. Rhythm is innate. Right. But, I agree. But I hear what you're saying. Like someone who like literally has like moves. You know what? I think it's like watching MTV and stuff, right? Okay. And like if mimicking Michael right, Jackson. If you're like that, really interested, that, and then you're like copying that your, holds like, water. Dance moves. I can see that. Yeah. I think for our generation, that was maybe how you became a good dancer. So, so the st- whoever the stud was on TRL or yeah. VH1. That's how they did it. And then you're like in your room and you're like practicing. Sure. Amongst other things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, as like a. (laughs) Because that's what 13 year old boys are doing in their room, practicing dancing. No, but I am telling you that like as girls, you often with your friends would like, like make up like dances with like moves and you would do them together. Yeah. It was like a thing. And it was like fun. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't. (laughs) Me and my friends didn't do that. Yeah. But we weren't the good dancers. Right, so you were missing out. We were missing out. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's it for today. Okay. Mike Altieri's uh, rain check will be tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not sure any of this mattered, but I'm sure glad you listened anyway. Say goodbye.